0: Welcome back to the Redeem Midweek Podcast. This is Kurt and I'm Liz. And we are your hosts of this podcast and this is our second podcast. We're <laughs> we're veterans now in the podcast game, but we're pros. We, we're pros. Exactly. I like to think we are. <laughs> we we just wanted to start this podcast if you didn't listen to the first one to really just have a fun place to connect with the Redeemed community and others. And each week, we are just going to talk about a topic or interview someone and get them to share their story. This is just a place where we want to share uh, some incredible people in our community to the world. And so we are so excited that this week we have our friend Denise on, and she's going to share her incredible testimony. I know you're close with Denise, Liz. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Denise?
1: Denise is so beloved by so many and yeah I'm just kind of actually a newbie friend really I mean we've been hanging out for maybe a little over a year and we met at a house a house gathering and then we you know her obviously she's known in the fitness world known she's she's a trainer she was training several people at our church yeah I was like hey let's I'll, let me where are you working out i want to work out with you and you know there's more to that actually i uh, god actually put it on my heart to stop doing one of the things I was doing to work out and he and I really felt like God was saying, Denise, Denise, work out with Denise because it wasn't just about working out. it was really about building a relationship and a friendship. And so yes, you guys are going to hear from an incredible lady. She's had a, a very full and accomplished life, but she's also had a life of illness. and so she's going to talk to us a bit about that and about um, how she has uh, maintained her faith and how our faith has grown through that time.
0: And it is an incredible story. It's full of gold nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. Like I just was literally as we, were, as we were talking, we wrote. I was writing down some things that she said because it was just such a blessing to me. So let's just jump right into the interview that we just did with Denise. So Denise, uh, welcome to the Redeem Midweek Podcast.
1: Hi, Denise.
2: Hey, good to see Liz, Kurt.
0: Hey, uh, you have an incredible faith story, and we want to start there. Can you just tell us a little bit um, about your faith journey, how you came to faith?
2: You know, as a young girl, I grew up uh, going to church, going to Sunday school, always had a, a church nearby, and wonderful grandparents that also were very godly people, and as I got older, um, fast forward 16, uh, between 16 probably and 26, I, you know, teenager, get married, get into life, and no longer felt the need for God. What I grew up seeing was um, elderly people and small people in the church. My family, my, my parents didn't go. They saw that I went, but uh, it was that was my belief. And as I got married uh, the first time at age 18, I remember walking down the aisle and saying, Thank you, God. I've got it from here. Mm -hmm. And not realizing what I was really saying. And, uh, Came back to knowing the Lord about age 27. I was then married a second time. Uh, My husband was going through lung cancer and a brain tumor. And that was a very difficult time in my life because I didn't have family nearby. No friends. Uh, Our clients are at the restaurant. We owned a restaurant. So they were the community i had so um through that time i remember coming home getting on my knees just like i did when i was a little girl
1: mm-hmm. got
2: in the prayer position and what came back to me was um, my favorite scripture of all time matthew 77 7. Uh, thank goodness for vacation bible school All those uh, things we do as children and um, memorizing verses so that verse ask ask and it shall be given seek and you shall find knock and the doors shall be opened unto you and I just said God I'm not only asking i am kicking the door down please god i need you come into my life and it changed my life from there it was instant transformation
1: god was so good to use use the verses i mean it's true when he says like the verses his word is really written on the tablets of our heart that his holy spirit brought that verse to mind as um, he just used what you had, had learned as a little girl. That's so beautiful. That's so faithful of him. Tell us about um, you, you. You don't have to do chronologically, but you're now. How old are you, Denise? Sixty-seven. A beautiful, sixty-seven. Yeah.
2: yeah and
1: so 67. tell us kind of it's about. Hard,
2: and it's hard to believe when I say it out loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no one believes it. I mean, when we look at you, you yeah, don't right. look like sixty-seven <laughs> at all. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you do want to go in chronological order, but you got um, what I know from you. um, I didn't know you at this time, but you were a real estate agent and you're a restaurant owner. And um, then you got into bodybuilding, fitness. You want to tell us about that?
2: Fitness and nutrition. Um, Yeah, actually, um, 25 years ago, I was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer. and Um, During that time, um, well, shortly after that time, I would say, I was attending a church on the overhead uh, where the words are written, all the songs and you're singing. Three words just kept flashing at me, change, discipline, and preparation. Hmm. And instantly I knew discipline, what discipline meant. To me. And what it meant was get your lazy tush up and start taking better care of your health. You get up and start exercising. And that was step one. And I went to uh, the local gym and hired a personal trainer. And I started in two days a week and then three days a week with the trainer. Mm-hmm. And she happened to be. Getting ready for her first bodybuilding show. And uh, never, you know, in a million years did I ever have the desire to be a bodybuilder. I was like, why would anyone want to do that to their body? And, um, but uh, I loved the discipline, uh, loved the nutrition, and just found that I was good at it. And I started uh, training and uh, eventually, you know, became a personal trainer and um, just felt like the Lord was calling me into this industry. And in fact, it just resonated with my heart that um, what he was saying was, you know, I was coming from the real estate industry where I was quite successful. Mm -hmm. I did well and loved the freedom. Um, and loved helping people, but the Lord just kept, um, tugging at my heart and said, it's not about how much money you make. It's about giving back and helping others. And I latched onto that and said, yes. And quit real estate and gave up the income and, um, Learn what it was like to be poor. <laughs> and, um, poor and strong. You know, chased after it. <laughs> yeah, right, right.
0: You know, this area of your life is incredible, and it's always why I sneak and eat a donut at church <laughs> before I go and talk to you. <laughs> why i to you? Right,
2: so, right before you see me. Right. Yes, yeah, right. so I, I. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: almost ironic right. because she's she serves at church, and she's the one sometimes passing out the donuts. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm serving your children poison, you know. Your heart wants to yeah. hand
1: out carrot sticks. I, I, that, I really
2: yes. feel. <laughs> it, it, yes. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> worth a smile on the face of all the kids as they come and get donuts from Miss Denise, though. So, yeah. Hey, I. Do That's want to what talk I hear, about-
2: but you know, teach them young.
0: <laughs> so illness is something that you've um, really been battling since you said twenty five years ago when you when you first. Uh, given the diagnosis of a cancer. um, Can you talk to us about the the journey that you've been on battling for the last several years?
2: Um, Well, also, Kurt, I don't know that you know this. I was diagnosed with lung cancer 10 years ago. During that time, I was going through a divorce after 25 years and then discovered I had lung cancer and I've never been a smoker. And I really questioned the Lord, how can this be? Mm-hmm. I've done everything you have asked me to do. I, the medical community, um, everything I read and study says if you want to be healthy, if you don't want to get these diseases, this is how you should eat and you should exercise daily. And I felt like I was doing all I could to keep a healthy body. A healthy mind and a healthy soul and then being diagnosed with lung cancer so it's really been a 10-year journey well 25 year if you you know look at the breast cancer and um, then the lung cancer is something I really struggled with because they took out my right lower lung and that's why you hear the breathlessness in me yeah. but um, I joined the fitness industry 20 years ago and have been nonstop every day, an hour of cardio uh, plus weight training, um, except for my stints in the hospital. And after the lung cancer, I was determined to break through that and get over that. And I continued to do the Stairmaster, climb, um, uh, run. Uh, which was actually became more of a jog after I lost the lung and, or the, my lobe. And so just recently, 19 months now it's been, that I was diagnosed again with breast cancer. And this time, however, it was um, a double-edged sword. I was told that I not only had one breast cancer, but I had two. And it was a very rare condition. They were opposing tumors that were growing growing side by side. And that just doesn't happen in biology. And they were um, baffled at Seattle Cancer Care Alliance that they had never had a patient that far advanced uh, with cancer. They were both, are both stage four. Hmm. Um, They would categorize it stage four um in your very first season and i you know i i prayed to god and said you know take this cup from me um you know please and i you know i don't want to come home this way and i don't want to suffer and you're a good god and god does not want his children to suffer i knew that Mm -hmm. and um I, I knew that he didn't give it to me, um, but I also knew, and you know, just thy will be done. And if it was his will that I should have to go through the experience, I stood up and said, "Yes, Lord, I will." And so I started down that journey. Said, "If um, do I go? Do I take treatment?
1: Mm-hmm. Do
2: I?" um not take treatment. I I need direction. I, I need a clear understanding. I need to hear clearly from you what it is you desire me to do. Yeah. And I really didn't feel like I heard clearly. So I started down that path and did all the oncologist um, told me to do. And um I've now I'm now on my seventh different type of chemo, um, not been able to get through six doses of a chemo, which is what they hoped for me to do. Mastectomy was taken off the table. Radiation was taken off the table. I was just too far advanced. So um, gone through the, um, the newest FDA recommendations that last year came on the table, uh, immunotherapy. We started that in January, and lo and behold, within two months, um, all of a sudden, just I'm strong one day, and the next day, um, walking down the street to visit my sister, I had to sit down on the sidewalk and rest. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't think a whole lot of it. I just thought, "Wow, am I out of shape?" and when the doctors um would check in with me uh and I'd fill out their little survey report, all of a sudden they saw a different denise before I would always say, "Oh I'm good, not feeling any pain today, nausea is not bad you know i I'm handling this well my scores were low, but on this particular time all of a sudden i'm a Pain level is very high. I can't breathe. And they gave me a call and said, come on in. And I went in and all of a sudden it became an emergency. Mm -hmm. They installed a a tube, a chest drain, which um, sent me home and they pulled a lot of fluid out and it helped me breathe. Um, And I later learned that. That was the progression of the disease. It had now gone full-blown into both breasts and into my right lung. And uh, it wasn't an easy fix because the lung was loculated, which means it's kind of like bubble wrap. Instead of having a, a balloon full of fluid, it was like bubble wrap. So the fluid was in little pockets. And the only way to get it out is to go into, try to find the largest pocket and drain it. But unfortunately, I go home and get up, and I've got this drain like a crossbody purse, my new little buddy, and I. It was up to me to drain it daily, every twelve hours, and I noticed it had air bubbles in it, and I knew I was in trouble, and. Um, went back up to University of Washington and they took it out and we tried it again and again it failed. It kinked and um, they had to take it out again. So right now um, what we're doing is I will go up to the University of Washington next week and have it drained again because uh, it just continues to fill up. Uh, um, What we hope to happen is I started another new chemo, and it is to attack the cancer in the lung, which should cause the fluid to shrink. But it takes two or three doses. I've only had one, and... um, I get that every four weeks. Um, every day is a new day. Um, I, they call and you know run me around through different cat scans, pet scans, um, different appointments, and I'm hoping for a miracle. Yeah. Told my doctor on Tuesday. I still believe in miracles. I'm. You haven't. Um, this hasn't worn out my spirit. I feel very strong emotionally. Uh, physically, I'm not so strong anymore. What this does to you, it it breaks down your um, bones. It The cancer also has moved into the bones. And I have plenty of bone to spare and muscle to spare um, because of the strength training.
1: Yeah. yeah, you've been through so much. You are going through so much. And it's just like... The amount of endurance I'm thinking you've had to exercise during this time is is just incredible, and um, thank you for sharing sharing all that. And I guess that kind of leads me to thinking about I'm sure through all of this you've been thinking up and down or differently, you know, about your faith and. What, you know, what God is doing and where is he and what's he saying and how is he helping in this? Just, can you tell us how maybe your faith has uh, grown or changed in, this, in, the, in these last 19 months?
2: Yeah, um, I think um, probably the one thing that comes to mind is that people will let you down, but God is always for you. He's always mm-hmm. faithful and um, community. Um, I've got great community of support, family, friends. Redeem has just been awesome, all the people I've met there. And again, it takes me back to Matthew 7, 7, ask, A-S-K,
1: <laughs> um,
2: laying down my pride and asking for help. When you've been a yeah. strong individual, And being raised um, very disciplined, uh, it was very hard to reach out and ask for help. And I recognized um, people would look at me and think, oh, you're so strong. And like, yeah, I am. And I felt strong emotionally, physically, um, and in my soul. I just I felt strong everywhere. I didn't, I could do it. I could do, do it all. And I realized how much I needed God, how much I needed to depend on Him. And mm-hmm. that has brought such peace. I stopped worrying about a paycheck. Um, mm-hmm. And it just somehow my mortgage is paid. Um, <laughs> people bring me food,
1: <laughs>
2: and that's my love language. And I, um, I just enjoy life. I feel I'm really living my best life now. And Aww. I just want to get back. And I love, I've learned that I really love personal training. I have um, just had the pleasure of training so many different types of people. And um, it's just been a joy. And it makes me smile. Um, I've heard I'm tough and, uh, um, (laughs) but, um, they keep coming back. Uh, They keep showing up. So,
0: (laughs) so Denise, one of the things that we hope on this podcast is that maybe one or two or 10 or who knows how many people will be listening that might be newly diagnosed or might be right in the thick of it. Uh, whether that's, you know, cancer or some other kind of, uh, illness or physical, um, Pain that they're just, you know, kind of a challenge in their life that they're powering through. And what would you say, and how would you give hope to somebody who's newly diagnosed or really going through something right now?
2: Well, for me, what I did and what I felt I needed to do was surround my atmosphere, surround my home, um, everything, fill it up with. God, fill it up with Jesus. I made sure my radio station in my car was on um, Christian radio. Uh, I was to listened to Air One. Um, my, I got the Bible on a CD, and music is uh, my love. Uh, when I was diagnosed 25 years ago with breast cancer, while I'd be taking the chemo. I wore headphones and listened to praise and worship music. I made sure that I was being filled up daily. I stayed in the word daily Um, and it transforms you. It just you you become like Jesus by spending time with him. And for me, that that was just kept me from going backwards, kept me from looking in the rearview mirror and and becoming bitter becoming anger um, and putting blame on someone or or something. It was a daily choice I made to uh, just surround myself with people who love Jesus, like-minded people, and stayed away from negativity in the world and just really focused on being close to the Lord. I couldn't wait to come home and and read the word i just craved um his food
1: that's so beautiful denise i love that and and it's true like when, when you do spend a lot of time with jesus you do you become more like him and maybe it's been frustrating for you at times because you don't, you actually don't look like you're sick. You're in great shape. You're, you, you're, you're so beautiful. And that can be frustrating because people don't necessarily see all of the physical um, pain, but what emanates from you, which I think anybody could um, bear witness to is just the light that you exude in your eyes and in your spirit and the ability you have to love others very well through this time just by serving others, um, in the gym and at church. I mean, you, you truly are a light. You, you, you baffle people. And, um, because of the way that you've, way you're walking this, this experience out.
2: Oh, thank you. I, I can honestly say I've had um, less than a handful of bad days emotionally. Pain is imminent, you know, we're all gonna have it, but I focus on not having pain. And I really believe I, you know, um, my spine, for example, I've got horrible spine, scoliosis, bulging discs, and I would just focused on what the Bible said, what Jesus said about that. And I claimed it. It's like, I, I claim I am, I am healed in the name of Jesus. That's my so spine is straight. My, my spine is not crooked. My spine does not have bulging discs. And it's really difficult when the medical community is showing you x-rays and telling you, how is it possible that you're standing? You should be in a wheelchair. And it's easy to go down that path. It's easy to agree with them and go, oh, no, um, I'm sick, I'm this. But I claim that I'm not. And I am I, realistic um, in many ways. But at the same time, I prayed for a new lung. I prayed for a straight spine. And I believe
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, for years that my spine was straight. And I believe that, you know, Jesus, he—that's what he does best. That's what he's famous for. Mm-hmm. And I, he can do it if that's his will. Yeah. And um, I want it to be his will, but I'm also okay if that's not his will. I know that he wants his very best for me. Yeah. And whether it's to stay here on Earth. Um or come home to him. I'm okay either way. And I will be okay either way. Um, But I feel like I've got so much more to do and got so much more I want to do. And there's so many people that not only need to know Jesus, but need to get healthy. And and I want to be used in that way.
1: Yeah, um, talk a little bit about that because you and uh, just you go up to Seattle Cancer Care Alliance once a week at least, right? And right, right. Um, you've told me which is cause it's sort of amazing the odds of this, but you've yet to have a a Christian doctor, and um, um, so it it seems on the outside looking in, or even as you look at it, that maybe God is using. You know using this situation for good and is using you to to minister to your doctors Can You want to tell us a little bit about some of your experiences with that?
2: Yeah, sure. Sure. They will sit me down show me x-rays pet scans And say they're so sorry and you know on and on I'm like, okay, thank you Thank you for your opinion. Um, and then I I just automatically look to the ceiling look to the heavens and point my finger and say However, it's what God says. And I have a strong faith. And so they hear that every time they meet with me. Um, And I've just become very bold in my faith. I understand that they are not allowed to talk about faith Mm -hmm. unless the patient brings it up. But there's only been, well, I've had a couple of nurses tell me, since you brought it up, you know, I can say, and one um, physical therapist reached around her neck and pulled out her, her cross and said, I'm a Christian too. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, hallelujah, great. You know, let's, uh, so we'd walk around the halls talking about Jesus and her other patients and how different I am from her others. How uh, I'm not complaining and whining and how is it I can do this and that? And how old are you again? Really use every opportunity that um, have, God has given me. So I just really feel like that is what this is all about. The journey is about sharing my faith with everyone. And I've become a very bold person anymore. And I have nothing to lose. I think my first treatment. Um, I had like four different nurses and all of their names were Bible names and uh, two or three of them knew what their name meant and told me that they had a Christian heritage and it just gave me peace. Just thank you, Lord, for surrounding me with love. And um, if I didn't know, I would look up their names immediately and share with them what their names meant and what god says about that
0: oh that's a that's an awesome story it's one of my every time i hear the stories of how you minister up there is is just such an inspiration for me and 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 we love that about you okay one last question here and it's probably the hardest question so prepare for it i think about you as a little girl walking through that into that church and then now through the ups and downs of life, what are some of the most important life lessons that you've learned that you would like to share with our community? Mm
2: -hmm. I'd say get in a home group, get, learn, get around people. We all need each other. Uh, We all have different gifts. how else are you gonna grow? Um, Those are your friends. And I've met so many different friends uh, different communities throughout life, but I can honestly say the intimacy of a home group has saved my life that they know you best of all, they know your heart, they understand your struggle where you 're in a safe place and you can share you can't share at work or there's not the time or it's not the right place like home groups have been such a safe place for me and a growing time. And that is forefront of, you know, when I hear that Christian about people and then, Oh, I'm a Christian. Where do you worship at? Oh, I, in my living room, I don't Mm. go to church. Well, do you, do you get together with other Christians? Mm, No. Um, I would say the only way you're going to grow, the only way you're gonna to get to know more about the life of Jesus is through his people mm. and the reflection of being with the other like-minded people.
1: That's so, so great. That's that's how I met you, you know, was um Right, that's true. Yeah, it was going to a home group. Actually, it was just you had asked for prayer. You were bold and asked for prayer for a mm-hmm. physical issue and and it was something a bad back, and I was something I I would related to, and I took you know I took that home, and I was like I'm gonna pray for her because I'm, because I'm kind of praying for myself too. And then I saw you at church, and it's just been a really a, a, such a blessing getting to know you. Yes, it's I've kn- I've gotten to know you better because of your cancer diagnosis. So yeah, that's sort of how it has been a blessing um, because it's just like you said, it's brought people together and that's brought you and I together and um, and you are just so loved you are such a blessing yes. to our to our community to our church we you know you are admired you, we people i know i know many people who want to help you and want to support you and right. want to do all that they can and w- when we talked last night you were kind of saying sometimes it's almost it's it's almost a little bit difficult because you you're 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 being offered help but you know, is there something that we can be doing for you? Um, that listeners could be doing for you at this time.
2: Well, you know, obviously, prayer. Yes. I, you know, um, one morning a couple of weeks ago, I was in a considerable amount of pain, and I just laid out on my living room floor and turned on praise music, worship music, and I just laid there, and within minutes. I felt the pain leave my body. My first thought, who is praying for me? Because <laughs> I love uh, it. feeling the prayers is just an incredible feeling. When you know that you know people are praying for you um, and that they are for you. Yeah. feeling And The feeling of love is just mm-hmm. amazing. And knowing that you're loved.
1: So we, we just love you so much. And actually I had this idea about one way we could show more love to you during this time was you're on Facebook, right? Um, Denise, um, you're Denise. Is that a, yeah, we can, we're going to post the, the podcast on Facebook and stuff so people can, um, comment there, but I was thinking it would be a lovely thing to give your comments to To Denise, um, show her some love. But also, I actually prayed uh, that God would give me a verse for you today. And so maybe you all all can pray and see if God is leading you to a verse that you want to send to Denise to, to encourage her or just whatever comes up. But my verse for you today that I feel like God led me to was Psalm 37, verses five through seven. And it is, commit your way to the Lord Trust in Him and He will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. And I just thought awesome. that that was uh, when I read it. I knew it was for you, and so that's one way I am loving you today, Denise. And awesome. I just you so <laughs> you're welcome.
0: Well, we love you, and we we love how you love us as well. And so we just want to say thank you from bottom of our hearts to just share your story to be mm-hmm. on this podcast and to just share all your in- insights and wisdom because you are such a wise woman of God. And we cannot wait to be with you. Um, hopefully that won't be very long. Um, right. We'll we got- be able to get donuts from Miss Denise <laughs> and, no, and hugs. No,
2: no, Kurt. no, 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 no more okay, donuts, sorry. Kurt.
0: Yes, that's right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, we thank love you, you. Denise. Right.
2: Love you. Thank you, guys.
0: Well, that's it for this week's Redeem Midweek Podcast. But next week, we are going to have uh, more stories for you because we just love to do this. So check us out next week and you can get more information and connect with us at redeem.church. Love you all.
1: Love you all.